1,000 sketches in 1,000 days. Day 430. Sketch 522. Family fish. Well, this is a monologue. It is. Yep. And I will have a go at it. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Uh, okay. Fish, you say? Oh, you wouldn't talk to me about fish if I were you. Ten generations of fishermen before me. My father, Fishy Harris, was a fisherman. My grandfather, Fishy Harris, was a fisherman. My great-grandfather, Fishy Harris, was a fisherman. My great-great-grandfather, Fishy Harris, well, he was also a fisherman. And you know what he used to do? He used to catch fish. And then he'd pile his catch onto an orson cart and take them round the village. Same as my great-grandfather, my grandfather and my father. Well, you've got a truck instead. But there are still fish inside it. Don't you worry about that. Now, my great-great-great-great-grandfather... Fish Finn Glynn. Rumour is he was such a fisherman, he even married a fish. Connie the Cod, they called her, on account of her massive lips and webbed legs <laughs> and gills. He used to say the way she thrashed about in the bath reminded him of his glory days hunting the noble salmon in the North Atlantic. He used to be out there for months at a time, and, on account of the maggots growing out of his left leg, they dip him in the water as bait. On his best days, he could catch more salmon than the nets. One time, the old lad who was dipping fish fin glin in and out of the water slipped on a loose sprat and dropped him straight into the ocean. Fish fin glin said it was glorious down there and he wanted to live with the salmon. After that, he couldn't bring himself to catch him anymore. Too much for him. Also, he had both his hands chopped off from frostbite, so he struggled anyways. That's when he met Carney the Cod, still. He anchored after his old profession. He'd often pop one of his hand hooks in her mouth and pull her towards him. Their little joke. Until one day it went through her left cheek. Twelve stitches she needed. Improved her face, if anything, though. Took the attention off her massive lips and her bulbous eyes and her gills. <laughs> so you see, fish are in my blood. I never considered another job. Fisher boy, fisher teen, and then fisher man. That's my history. So you mark my words. He's a scrumptious little idea. Why don't you just pop out and buy yourself some fish for your tea tonight? Bird's eye fish fingers, now with 36% fish guaranteed. <laughs> Very good. Very good. It's a nice oh, sketch, that. That's a great little sketch. That. It was mine originally, but um, as we can see from version D, and also I would not use the word, what is it, sprat? I think sprat. I think slipped on a sprat may have been me. Yes. <laughs> There's definitely yeah. some Alistair in this. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I think we all had a little crack at this. It's turned out into a cracking little sketch. 
Definitely helped by the West Country accent. Absolutely. Wonderful it's quite nice sometimes seeing the podcast, like you come okay, not often, but sometimes you come across <laughs> sketches that actually think if we could have put that into a show and it would have been fine. Yes. Put yeah, that yeah. kind of fine sketch for a show. I think so. Think about it. We should have put it in a show, really. We've picked our sketches for the next show and we don't have any monologues. Are they doing monologues? Oh, no, they're not. Oh, spoiler for our our listeners who may or may not have seen a live show. I mean, it may have happened by the time this one goes out. Who knows? I don't think it's a big spoiler to say there are no monologues. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, people might just come for the monologues. (laughs) Come for the monologues. Stay for the... Dialogues, duologues, stereologues, stereologues, stereologues. <laughs> one thousand sketches in one thousand days was written by the Albion Basement. It was performed by Dan Mitchell. It was produced by Alistair Turvitt. The music is by The Evenings. See you tomorrow.